Welcome to the Awesome Bros Podcast. I am your co-host, Chintel, standing next to my other co-host and my brother, Krushna. What's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. All right, guys, this is the Awesome Bros Podcast, where we're going to talk about how to make you awesome in health, wealth, love, and happiness. We're going to give you all those golden knowledge nuggets that keep you living the highest quality life possible. Exactly. We're going to take all the stuff we know from books, stuff that we're learning, stuff that we we learn from other people that we meet. We're going to take all that knowledge and we're going to give it to you right here so you can listen to it on your drive to work, um, when you're running at the gym, whatever the case is, just take some knowledge. Just a quick reminder, we drop this podcast every single Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Stay tuned, guys. All right, with that, we're going to get right into the episode. All right, how's it going, Ryan? Uh, we're, we're pleased to have you on this episode with us. Um, you know, We'd love for our audience to hear a little bit about your background. Um, if you don't mind, if you want to introduce yourself um, and, and talk about a little bit about your YouTube community and what you do. Yeah, well, first and foremost, to the awesome bros, thanks for having me on your guys' podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, my name is Ryan. I run the Independent Investor Channel through YouTube. We've just uh, crossed over 20,000 subscribers. Uh, so we're, we're building that project, uh, and I'm, I'm excited about the growth. We've uh, launched our website www.independentinvestorchannel.com. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter, and I've got a Facebook group that's emerging and, and becoming a really awesome way to reach out and help people. Basically, we're just looking to bring awareness to the stock market. And with things emerging so quickly on the landscape nowadays, the opportunities are endless. So just, just to be able to reach as many people as we can and bring awareness to the potential of wealth building in the stock market is it's just a pleasure for me. And thanks again, guys, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Of yeah, course. Thank, thanks so much for being here. You know, um, your YouTube community has been very impactful and, you know, we're, we're pleased to have you here and we're, we're so excited to learn some stuff from you. Um, so, you know, we'll get started basically where um, our, our first question to you is, um, what is your biggest tip for young and new investors that are just starting out? Oh, yeah, certainly. So if I could coin and just reach the masses with this open-ended question, it would be to make sure that new investors have realistic expectations of the stock market. I think so many people want to get involved with the market and they want to find that next best thing. And I think in my 25 years of investing, I've found it always that I always come home to value investing investing in those solid companies that have been around and rewarded shareholders over the long term. And also with the emergence of and, and the awareness to ETF, exchange traded funds and index funds, um, I, I think that adds a little bit more of a dynamic for those beginning investors that really want to get involved and they know the importance of stock market investing, but they don't have the time to maybe research and, and establish a single stock portfolio. So I really think that new investors need to understand and explore all of their options. Okay. I think that's key. I, I think there are traditional methods of seeking exposure to the market, but I think if anybody was interested in getting involved with the market, I would definitely explore educate yourself up, get a hold of some of those, those, uh, those books that are out there, you know, the intelligent investor for one and, and, and all those and, and educate yourself up, but also leverage the power of social media to gain an awareness to some of these products that are out there. Got it. Okay. okay. No, that's, that's super valuable. 
Okay. Um, so going off of that, uh, we know you're a, a value, a trader, you know, we know you're a long-term trader. Um, and that's essentially what me and me and Kusha do as well. Like we like to focus on real good companies that are going to be a lo- around for a long time and provide, you know, good, good value and, and a good product or service that's going to you know outlast for years and years and years. So, um, going off of that though, uh, maybe a different style of question. Um, do you have any days that you take some major losses or some major, um, or even some major profit? Um, do you have those kind of days or how does that, how does that work? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be entertaining for your audience to kind of understand over the last couple months, I've done some, uh, engaged in some swing trading activity. Now this is something that I want to premise new investors, really should have an established base of a portfolio. Uh, you know, I've been investing for 25 years and I would say for the first 20 of those years, I was a passive investor and I still am. That, that base has not changed. Okay. So what I'm about to disclose to you guys really should just kind of show what is possible. I'm not one of those investors that limit myself to one style. Uh, I like passive investing. I like dividend growth investing, and I do engage in some swing trading activity when it's conducive to do so. Okay. Um, but we just locked in about ten thousand on a swing trading in Boeing okay. to, to throw out just a stock pick that yeah. might be entertaining to the audience. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I just locked in the remainder of that twenty seven hundred dollar, basically finishing out that lot of profit. There's an infinite number of ways to make money in the market, but I do so very calculatively, very carefully, and I, I really understand that having that base in place, it's a lot of people want to just see the numbers and they want to say, well, I want to do that. And yeah. they, they really need to understand that becoming a passive investor will really help set you up to engage in that type of activity. The second part of your question with losses, yeah. I have realistic expectations of the market. Yeah. And from peak to trough, right? From the end of February to the trough at the end of March, um, we were down significantly. But investors need to understand that those are paper losses. So yeah. did I sell at the bottom? Of course not, right? Mm-hmm. I've been through this many, many times. I went through the 09-10 financial crisis. Yeah. And if, if history has taught us anything about investing, don't give up on your goals when things seem like they're as bleak as they can be in the market, because this, just like that, have proven that staying long on your program was the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, the, you know, the ability to, um, to not just give up and just sell as, as a fear-based mm-hmm. thinking, you know, that's, that's important. You know, it's important to do that because I think, uh, I think who says it when there's, when there's, there's blood in the streets. It's the right time to buy. And, you know, yeah, when everyone's optimistic, it's, uh, you know, be, be fearful then. <laughs> and I, think, I, th- I think this also draws like a kind of a blurry line between um, cut your losses short. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like some people kind of like might get, but they might Maybe think newer investors you know, might right? think of it as, or, or someone that hasn't been, you know, it, it hasn't been playing this game for a, a while. Mm-hmm. They might, they might see it as something that's a terrible loss. And, and, you know, let me, let yeah. me cut it now before it goes even worse. You know, but yeah, but, but there, there are defensive strategies that a new investor can gravitate to, to really help buffer those effects of the stock mm-hmm. market. I always yeah. say on my channel, I've said it my whole life. The stock market is a very humbling place. It can yeah. be very humbling. So as a new investor, a lot of new investors say, well, geez, this is scary. 
yeah. this is crazy. Why would anybody want to do this? And you've got to get your mental discipline right. Mm. And there's some preparatory things that new investors need to do to even be eligible to enter into the market, reduce debt, control yeah. spending habits, things like yeah. that, that if you invest in the market, and, but, you're, but you're poor in a lot of other applications in your life, yeah. the, the stock market is not going to supplement for those deficiencies uh, in your life. It's not going to work that way. It makes way. a lot of sense. Yeah, that's true. So I, I, think, I think a lot of people, they focus on the portfolio building. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to know what the next best thing is as far as the stock or the next best ETF. Yeah. I think that's the last thing you should focus on. And the uh-huh. 99% of preparatory work that you should do to prepare to enter into the market, that should be your preliminary focus. Absolutely. Mm, I got you. Okay. Wow. That, yeah, that's actually, that's actually eye-opening. I think that's similar to a, a previous episode we had where we talked about you can't have one thing to be in check, oh, right? Oh, that's true. It needs to be the yeah, whole entire it needs, circle. It needs to be like a, you need to start off from a solid foundation. foundation. Yeah. That's, that's a well, and give yourself a chance. If you enter into those passive assets, it gives you a chance to understand and monitor your money fluctuating in value. Because yeah. don't be surprised, invested capital is going to act like invested capital. And so many people are surprised when they've yeah. asked their capital to behave like invested capital. And I find this ironic all the time is that when it's going up, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. But when it goes down, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Try to be neutral with your application. Ah, okay. That's, oh, that's, that's a very good tip. Yeah, that's, that's significant. Very good tip. Yeah, that, that's actually, that puts it, things into perspective a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because even now, I would catch myself doing that. You know, I can I can see like, you know, in retrospect, I can see, my, you know, my thinking was like off that. about yeah, that. off about that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So if you had some some tips for portfolio management, right? Um, and diversification, right? How do you how do you think about that? I know some people are, you know, it's it could be a controversial topic. Some people really like diversifying. Some people don't. What do you think about that? Well, in short, I do both. Okay. Okay, so I, I, I deploy about a 50-50 split. Half of my capital is in diversified ETFs, and I seek global diversification, not just domestic. Uh, I'm seeking that European exposure, emerging markets through ETF, because I don't understand those foreign markets, okay. right? So I leverage the, those ETF products to, to allow me to do that. Okay. So, so half of it is along a passive strategy, right? The other half, I'm looking to deploy a a dividend growth strategy. So that's where some of your companies like a Johnson & Johnson, a a 3M company, right? A a Microsoft, things like that, where I'm looking to gain uh, exposure to dividends, that of which have been paid for many, many decades, right? We know those lists, the dividend kings, dividend aristocrats, and dividend achievers, right? Those lists can give you some ideas, um, but as far as tips for a new investor, as far as portfolio management, I think the easiest and most difficult thing a new investor can do is to hold for the long term. Enter into those companies to where if you were going to be locked away from those stocks or ETFs, that you wouldn't be touching them for 10 years plus. Wow. So it really puts into, into perspective your deliberation and when you're trying to find that next best stock um you know is facebook going to be around in 10 years i I would say sure but i think from a from a portfolio management perspective i think a lot of people don't control their risk using scale 
So, you know, they'll over lever to growth and basically top weight their portfolio with the Amazon and Facebook and Google of the world. And they're all wonderful companies, right? Yeah. But, but a good investor can take those investments and use scale and appropriately put them in a portfolio. Whereas maybe an investor that isn't quite as experienced may inadvertently overexpose to those, those riskier names. So I really think it's important not to, um, not to overthink the management aspect because you guys know I'm, I'm all about advocating for self-directed investing. Yeah. I think there's too much emphasis put into portfolio management per okay. se. And I think products now are so conducive to the self-directed investor, no fee investing, you yeah. know, really strategic things that are, that are emerging on the marketplace that we didn't have just five years ago. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's actually um, a really key point is that prior to just a couple of years ago, um, you know, and, and, you know, me and Kushan were babies a couple of years ago, <laughs> but prior to that, like we, it wasn't out, it wasn't common for no fee investing. Right. Okay. So and isn't there, isn't there also indicators and stuff like that that come out every year that measure different things that wasn't like accessible yeah, that's 10, true. 15, 20 so years ago. There's so much more access. I've paid as much as $50 for a stock trade, which now wow. is free. <laughs> young, young guys and gals now, they're like, you're kidding me. And I'm, I'm 42 years old, so I'm reaching back into the archives. And that's why I really want to overemphasize the opportunity now. You, okay. The younger generation has to actually scale back and yeah. throttle the opportunity now wow. because it's wow. so plentiful. Like you can't appreciate how revolutionizing free free access to the stock market. That's, actually That's crazy. incredible. Because that, that just gives us perspective. If I told somebody know? right now that you pay fifty dollars to for the future. <laughs> Robin Hood would go out of business. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it that, wouldn't dude, have ten million subscribers. That is crazy. That's crazy. That's it. That's, that's just insane because it really puts it into perspective for people that are newer on the playing field how much more difficult it was to engage in this kind of activity as opposed to now. Now it's just like, you know, it's, it's open. I mean, guys, so I remember reading my stock uh, ticker symbols out of a newspaper. Okay. That's how into the stock market I was. Now the information that you can get on an Apple computer, if you just want to start with seeking alpha, you know, start with Yahoo finance, you yeah. can choose your venue for information. Like you have too wow, much information. That's true. That's true, and so the, the, the key really is to try to find those half a dozen websites for info. Yeah. Your trading platform, your actual broker can be a great source for those self tutorials. I was yeah. just taking one this weekend on options free of charge. Free right? of charge they offer yeah. it through the pre- And if you want to self-educate, the education is there. Yeah, you just got to sure. grab it. For sure. That, that, that actually rolls on to another question that I have. What, what do you recommend for platforms um, to, to trade off of for both like long-term, short-term, no fees, whatever it is that you think the features that are, are mandatory for, for platforms nowadays? Sure. So I'm going to give you a, a two-generational answer, okay? okay? I'm going to give you an answer for the younger crowd, and I'm going to give you an answer for the, for the older crowd, and you could, you could swap these answers, okay? okay? Back and forth. The younger generation has such an awesome opportunity. My favorite newest emerging platform is M1 Finance. Okay. Okay. Wow. So they just went over a billion dollars assets under management. They are doing some very, some revolutionary things. And I personally have two accounts 
with M1 Finance. And the more I use it, the more I really resonate with how fun they are making investing. They are making it fun. They really are. So that is kind of a consensus of my group that that is the the, the platform of choice. They offer Roth IRAs, which Robinhood does not. Okay. Okay. Um, They offer partial share purchases. So if you want to invest in a hundred dollars in Tesla, you can do that, right? hundred dollars in Amazon. You can do that. You can do that. Yeah. So that's a favorite of the emerging crowd, kind of the, on the front of the wave type of an answer. The, the, the traditional brokers that I like to point people to TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, uh, mine personally is Bank of America, Merrill. Okay. Right. They used to be Merrill Edge. Yeah. Uh, and then Charles Schwab. Those right. would be the top. And the fifth slot I would give to kind of a round robin, maybe a Chase product or an Ally product. Really, I just think you need to check with your banking institution and make sure that they offer a self-directed account. That's okay. the key. You need to make sure that they're conducive to and supportive of that community. And and I think those major established brokers, at least for me, give me the peace of mind to knowing that I'm with an established broker. But for the reasons that I just talked about, the training, the watch list capability, the ability to do asset allocation, the -hmm. ability to run and generate the reports uh, within those accounts, those are priceless. Okay. Yeah. So th- those are some of the options I would pursue. Those are some of the options. Yeah. I mean, M1 is, um, is really, it's a really fun product because like, we both, we, that's yeah. what we use. That's what we use. And it's, it's a really cool, like looking and it's just it's the functionality wise. It's just, it's really the, cool. The expert pies that they have, it, it gives you options for anything. you yeah, want. It gives you options and you know, you can learn a lot too. hundred percent. And it gives me the opportunity as well to share customizable pies, right? So those, those yeah. guys on the website, those are ETFs. Those are broken down passively for uh, a conservative all the way up to an aggressive investor, right? So yeah. that covers the landscape. So where a betterment runs you through that exercise of assessing what type of investor you are, I really would like to bridge the gap for people and have them do the self-assessment to kind of determine, hey, maybe I want to start out as a conservative investor and, and evolve to, to more of a moderate aggressive or maybe an aggressive investor. Everybody wants to say they're aggressive to start. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think it's important to stress that investors need to take some ownership over what type of investor they want to be. Okay. Very important. Got it. Okay. And that probably ties back to like self-awareness of and course. what you're looking for. Discipline. Yeah. The discipline of it. Well, investing, you have to invest like a machine. It's not emotion. Your stock okay. trading is putting capital to risk is very, um, it's a very unnatural type of activity. Okay. okay. You're not going to be able to think really, really hard and make it successful. It's going to do what it's going to do. Got okay. It. Yeah. So it's a different, it's a different strategy. The idea is to align your investing strategy with the portfolio that you build. And those two should really complement each other. Very important. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, it, it has to be methodical, right? It's not, it's not an emotion game. I just think if you invest because you come on to the independent investor channel and you hear me say, Hey, this is how I invest. And you misinterpret that, but somehow it's appropriate for you. Yeah. You're missing the point. I think the beauty of social media is that we can provide tutorials on how I seek my strategy, but yeah. my strategy is good for me. It's exactly. good for me. Yeah, and the idea is is to go through the deliberation of of finding that strategy for you. That's okay. what's important. 
Yeah. Yeah. Every, wow. yeah, everything's it's, it's per, it's per the individual, right? It's what are, what are your goals? What are you looking for? You know, what works for you? I always say, what's your investing time horizon? Um, what are you looking, you know, why do you invest? That's an always a good question yeah. that I ask people. And sometimes they sit back and it's like, I never really thought about that. Yeah. And, and it's like, why do you invest? What's your uh, investing time horizon? And what are your risk tolerances to the stock market? Those are the three major questions that I would ask to okay. kind of gauge and get a framework of an idea of what type of, of product we can put in a, a basket of a portfolio and, and start building that out. I got you. Yeah. So it's essentially, what are your needs and values, right? And then converting that and building a strategy off of that instead of just blindly saying, I want to invest in this guy's doing it right. So I want to do that. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of uh, different ways to succeed in the stock market. And I think the key is to find your own path to that success. Yeah. There, there's no greater path to that than the stock market. I'm a big fan of real estate, but yeah. real estate is a different conversation. Uh, yeah. Investing is something that quite frankly, anybody can participate in anybody. That's true. And, and it's very, uh, very low capital to entry to get your feet wet and, and start to enjoy, go from a non-investor to an investor in the stock market. That Absolutely. So easy now, you know? Absolutely. And even, even easier now with M1 offering the partial, you know, the partial holdings and um, all the knowledge that you can gain from these platforms. It's just, it's incredible. So super cool. So based off of, based off of that, right, in the current environment that we're in, we've seen so much turbulence, right? And just so many things happening. Um, unfortunate events. Um, what do you see in the market right now? Um, potential opportunities for early investors to get in and what's, what's probably like the best actionable steps for uh, someone brand new to start? Well, I find it ironic how this discussion was at a dull roar when the market was concluding a 13-year bull market yeah. uh, the beginning of this year, right? So now everybody wants to strike up this discussion over some very, very volatile activity over the last two months. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put a whole lot of value over the last two months to make your investing decisions, right? Okay. So let's come back to your long-term goals. Why invest? And what is your tolerance to the market? Same idea. So the exercise starts to take those last two months and stretch them out and put the perspective where it needs to be. Okay. Uh, there was no analyst out there that could have foresaw this downturn. Yeah. Ironically, there was no analyst out there that could have foresaw when the bottom of the market was. Mm -hmm. And here we are, we've run up 32% off of the March 23rd lows. What do we do now? If I was a young person, I would interpret this as a great opportunity to understand what the power of the market is if you were invested okay and if you've stayed the course you've got some life lessons as to the humbling nature of the stock market absolutely yeah but if you're not a participant in the market maybe you're looking at this thing and saying you know what i'm i'm ready i i want to i want to take that step and scale into the market here so i don't really look at the market as when is that optimal buy point? Hmm. I, I think the best time to invest for any investor based on the, the answers to the three preliminary questions, yeah. right, are invest as of yesterday, you know? Okay, yeah. That, that's the best advice that I can, I can offer to the masses to get them excited about the prospects of wealth building in the market.
That's for true. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to that saying, right? The best time to plant a tree 10 years ago or today. <laughs> I've read many, many books that yeah. allude to that as being the secret recipe to the stock market. Wow. Okay. And so when you look at it through that, that prism, it, it really does, it really does lend the importance of spending time in the market and not trying to time the market, right? That's the cliche. Yeah. Um, I'm borrowing that, but yeah. It really does. It really does help a new investor that may have 20, 30, or 40 years. Folks yeah. that are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. Yeah. Like, what are you waiting for? Let's yeah. rock and roll. That's true. Absolutely. That is that is super true. For all the for all the young listeners, you should uh, take this advice yeah. very seriously. And, and we are we are too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that, that's what, those were our questions for you. I mean, uh, we got a ton of value from that. I, I definitely Absolutely. learned a ton. Um, and, and that's very interesting. Do you have any, like, so, like, uh, if you had to pick one or two of like your, the best books that you could recommend, um, do you have, do you have those? Uh, the one that I talked about that talks about the seed, it alludes to it throughout the book and I won't ruin the book, but it's yeah. the blueprint for America. It's one of my favorites, okay. but, um, and, um, the intelligent investor is good. Okay. Um, some of the investing for dummies books are phenomenal. They're, they're, okay. they're absolutely excellent, but I'm going to kind of put a plug in there for, for social media as well as okay. social media is emerging as a great place to sit across from somebody free of charge, listen to what they have to say and start to learn the language a little bit. You know, there's investors out there that don't know what ticker symbol is. They don't know what dollar cost averaging. They don't know what diversification is. Absolutely. Start, start to gain some awareness to the market. And I think for a lot of people who traditionally would go in and sit down with a financial planner once a year and then forget about their portfolio, yeah. I'm really trying to promote a lot more awareness uh, and stewardship over taking control of your own money. Okay. I think a lot of, a lot of people are starting to get on board with the prospects of that. It's exciting. Really. Yeah, that, that is, that is certainly exciting. You know, I, I, I really like that um, about what you're, what you're saying. The self-directed thing is that's important. You know, we, we take care of our own health, right? Like we're self-directing that. So we should do that with our finances as well. So that's, that's really good. I think what you said is important. Investing really is a small aspect of your life. And I would wish that upon anybody. I, I think investing, I say this all the time and people sometimes are like, what do you mean, Ryan, when you say investing is a shallow topic? What I mean is if you don't have health and if you don't have spiritual strength, if you don't have dietary discipline, spending yeah. this, lots of other things, then what, what are we doing it for? So I think <laughs> it speaks to the quality of life. And I think finances, it, it escapes a lot of people. And yeah. I think it's ironically one of the most controllable aspects of our life. Yeah. And, and once you get the discipline, it can really, really complement some of the other areas of your life. I really believe that. That's true. Wow. That's, that's really that, true. That resonates with us very heavily. Yeah, it because, does. You know, cause we, we talk about on the podcast, we say, uh, health, wealth, love, happiness, right? You have to have the balance of them, right? It's, you know, and it's, and it's the finances play a part. Health plays a part. It's all, it's all when you put it together, that's when you increase the quality of life. You can't just focus on one thing, you know? So that, that's, that's really important. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Do you have any, um, any questions for us on things that we do or, or, you know, or anything? Well, I just think what you guys are doing is phenomenal. I, I think you're leveraging an opportunity nowadays that I'm curious to see, you know, it was always explained to me, you guys are starting a business with unlimited upside potential, right? Yeah. With, with very limited downside risk. 
Yeah. I think the prospects of doing that, and it, they're exciting. They really are. And you never know who's going to walk in your door. I say that figuratively, right? It's yeah. uh, it, You never know who's going to be listening. And you never sure. know who that next life that you could potentially impact in a positive way is going to be. Sure. Um, I can tell you guys are, are along that path and I'll thank you guys for your efforts. I, I think there's a lot of people out there that, that feel the same as, as, as us that are yeah. trying to do and march good exactly. forward and, and really trying to further the discussion. Obviously this podcast has been centered around investing and, and, and personal wealth building. Yeah. Um, but I think it can certainly transcend and, and uh, I just want to thank you guys for your efforts and trying to further the dialogue with, with your audience. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That, that really means a lot to us. We want to promote as much positivity and advocate for personal health and, and personal, you know, financial well-being and, and the whole, the whole package, you know, and it's so, it's so good to um, share an experience like this with you and to have you come on here. It's, it's, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah. Pleasure's all mine guys. Really. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, man. All right. Um, yeah, that's going to conclude our, our podcast episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll leave all of Ryan's information in our, um, in our uh, description so you can check him out um, and definitely subscribe. He's an awesome person. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.